0: Welcome to episode number 23 of the Mastering Marriage Podcast, where our goal is to strengthen, unite, and restore your marriage. Hey everybody, my name is Amanda Taylor. And together with my husband, David, we are the co-founders of com, And our goal is to break the back of divorce by bringing married couples together to be accountable, keep the passion alive, and expose the hidden issues that try to rip marriages apart. And we are back in the booth today. And of course, I'm here, Amanda Taylor, and I'm here with my hubby, my Booski, David.
1: (laughs) Hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, this is episode number twenty three, so we yeah, uh, we getting up along. there. Yeah, we we are, you know. So uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in to the Mend Our Marriage podcast. And all the
0: awesome feedback. Yes, we we
1: reviews. We've, wow. we've been getting some really good reviews, and Man. don't 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 front. I haven't forgotten about you guys. If you've emailed me the photos and I haven't gotten back to you yet, I see y'all. I got y'all. So don't worry. You go get <laughs> you go get the book for free. Um, but we do want to just take the time to say thank you for all of the support, for all of the kind words, yes, for yes. the prayers, uh, for the shares, for the likes, for mm-hmm. everything that you guys are doing. Um, thank you from the bottom of our hearts.
0: Yes, thank you so much.
1: Yeah, and so today this podcast is brought to you on behalf of MendyMarriage.com, and the goal of the site is to break the back of divorce. Snap crackle. That's all we want to do is yep. is end divorce. Ended. If we can save one marriage, we've we've done our job, you know. And so. That's right. Uh, we appreciate our members, those who have uh, decided to join with us uh, on this front, uh, well, on the front line of this fight to uh, break the back of divorce. Uh, thank you for the members. Thank you for the readers of our blog. Just thank you guys all the way around. How about right, that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and today, uh, obviously, you know, on Fridays, we aren't doing a listener submitted question. We're actually going to talk about a topic. And uh, today, we're going to talk about communication. That's a big one. That's a big one. And it's big because actually communication is the number one concern that we hear from marriages, from married couples. Right. That's the number one concern is faulty communication. When we did our survey, that was the number one thing that we got back was communication concerns. You know, and so uh, don't don't take it lightly because this topic is very impo- important and it will bless you <laughs> if you allow it. Uh, and, you know, today I'm a kind of you know put my hand into my uh my counseling uh bag counseling of, hat. yeah you know just put my hand in my bag of tricks and I'm going to pull some stuff out and we're going to talk intently about communication and uh, I think you guys will enjoy it so what do you think babe you ready to jump in i think in? so too all right, well, and Mandy's gonna do what she do. You know, she's gonna add some value and add live, add live. But I, I'll take the, the steering wheel a little bit on this one. Uh, but maybe I'm gonna need you to bring you in the rear. Okay, you got my I'll, back. I'll
0: do it. I got gotcha. you. Right, all right.
1: So, so let's let's jump back in. As you heard me say, I'm hyped because I like Slow you know. Yeah. Sometimes I get turned up. I know. I'm turned up. You like to talk. That's okay. Anyway, right. but anyway, communication issues are like I said the number one concern for married couples. Uh, And for some reason, this is funny, but most people expect that marriage is supposed to make you a better communicator. For some reason, people think that they have this idea that when they get married, you know, the communication is going to be all blissful. And you're going to whisper sweet nothings and always be able to think, you know, finish the sentence of your spouse. Mm -hmm. It may be in year 15 or 20 or 30, uh, Mm -hmm. but, you know, maybe not. (laughs) You know actually I've learned this that commun- uh, that marriage actually makes you sometimes a worse communicator at it,
0: least in the beginning.
1: Well no not just in the beginning and, and I've had couples that have come to my office after 16 years of marriage and they communicate worse in 16 after 16 years than they did on day 1. Cause you know, on day one, you in on the honeymoon. Everything is, you know, you ain't trying to say nothing well, I guess to offend I'm talking nobody. About
0: after the honeymoon, in the beginning, where you're trying to work out the kinks. If you have yeah. tools like these and you apply
1: them. Yeah, well, that you know, most people aren't blessed with that. You know, but they but, are now. So they are, are now. not take them that long. They, yeah, but hopefully <laughs> it don't. But for most people, I have found that it doesn't matter how long you've been married. Mm-hmm. Communication still sucks. Right. You know, and so or it's uh, at
0: least you know. At least not
1: as fluent. No, no, it sucks. I'll just be honest. We got to be real. Communication often, and like I said, we got to be putting the realness out. Oh, no, Um, that's so so sad. And here's the thing that, like, what I've found is that it either makes you a worse communicator or it exposes the flaws that you currently have in your communication style. Um, and, and if you want to be nice, I'll say it that way, that marriage often exposes your communication flaws. How about that? that make you feel better, baby? <laughs> no, I guess better? I
0: was trying to cover everybody where they well, were. Well, we're
1: going to cover everybody. Don't worry. Some we're of gonna... it
0: sucks. Some of it just needs improve. Well, yeah, you, you know, know what I mean. Y'all know, you know what I mean.
1: Y'all love us. Y'all love us. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. But anyway, here's the thing. Having an expectation that your spouse should be able to communicate on your wavelength only sets the marriage up for disappointment and frustration. Exactly. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. You know, actually, let's talk about the history of communication, not All right. the history of mankind's communication, <laughs> but why communication is so important and mm-hmm. where it actually comes from. Right. You want, okay. you want to do that a little bit? We're going to dance in the past. Okay. You ever did that? We went back to the past. The like dance. Back to the future. No, that's that's the future. Oh. You we're know, going to the past. But,
0: like, but that movie came out. <laughs> <in the past. laughs>
1: anyway, anyway, y'all got it. We distracted. Pray for us. Anyway, so here's the thing. <sighs> We develop, our, we develop our communication habits in our childhood. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty obvious, right? Right. Some kids learn to be more vocal to get what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, take mm-hmm. single, like kids that were raised, um, they didn't have any siblings. Mm-hmm. You know, they are a little bit more vocal. Uh, some kids learn that speaking out could result in discipline and in pain. Mm-hmm. And so they hold it in. You know, some kids, mostly boys, learn that if you communicate a lot or express your emotions and needs a lot, that's considered girly right. or feminine. Mm-hmm. And so they learn they learn these habits at a young age, how to and how not to communicate. Mm-hmm. And to them it's right, but that doesn't mean it's healthy. Right. So I just want to kind of put that out there right now, that we learn our habits, our communication habits, when we're young. In any case, though, the habits that we form as we grow become amplified when you get married.
0: Yes, they do. So yes, they Lord. they
1: don't change the moment you say I do, they become amplified. Mm-hmm. So if you were a poor communicator when you were single, you're going to be uh, even more poor communic is it poorer, is that a word? Poor poor. You're going to be more poor of a communication. <laughs> <laughs> when you get married, you know, and cuz it amplifies it. Mm-hmm. It 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 almost kind of corners your issues and you are kind of faced to deal with them because your remember you guys we talked about your spouse is your reflection right you know so they often reflect back to you the good the bad and the indifferent right you know and so that's something to remember just because you get married ain't going to make you a better communicator okay that's right. often we communicate with our spouse in a way that is that we are more comfortable with mm-hmm. right and so as an example when Manny and I first started off our trek In marriage, I was a very um, brash, like upfront, in your face communicator. Yeah. You know, um, I was a coach to Mandy Mm -hmm. because that's my style of communication. I like when people are like straight to the point, honest, you know, speak off the cuff, but tell me what you really feel. I like that. Mm -hmm. But that was too much for Mandy. And not that since she couldn't handle it, but that was not her communication style.
0: No, I couldn't handle what he was oh, dishing okay, out.
1: Okay, I was trying to help you, but okay. You know, no, you don't need to help me <laughs> okay. because
0: over the years you have, we've grown yeah. and that has adjusted and yeah. you communicate better.
1: But I wasn't always this good, even as a therapist, I wasn't always a good communicator to my wife, mm-hmm. you know? And so, because I was used to, and I was more, and I still am most comfortable when people are just, just tell me what you, just tell me what you really want. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't beat around the bush. Just get straight to the point.
0: Don't
1: do too much explain. <laughs> but Mandy, is the complete opposite. I mean, like, the complete other side of the coin. She's going to explain and explain. Um, I repeat it a couple times. Oh, my Jesus. Pray, <laughs> y'all praying. I hope y'all. And so, but I would often uh. go to her and communicate to her the way I was most comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And instead of helping us, it actually drove a wedge between us. Mm-hmm. And it caused Manny to see me as this tyrant, as this... Dictator as this domineering figure, mm-hmm. and she didn't. It was. It just didn't work for us.
0: Because I come from a family where we were more emotional. You preach know? on it.
1: Preach on it. We we're more
0: emotional with our approach. You know, we weren't as direct, just like blunt with things. Mm-hmm. You know, we we were pretty honest with each other, but you know, it was more. I, I don't want to say sugarcoated, but it was a nicer approach. <sighs> <laughs> Um, and so when I got with David, it was different because David was just like very blunt. No sugar coats. We no don't no put no
1: sugar coats on And again,
0: not saying lying, but it was just that it was very direct and sometimes blunt and harsh. And I didn't take and into I,
1: consideration her emotions.
0: Right. And I didn't feel love from him as like a spouse. It was like, like he said, a dictator or mm-hmm. a, a coach. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: So. And it didn't help us. And so I had to learn as difficult as it was for me how to communicate the way Mandy needed me to communicate. Right and vice versa. And, and I had
0: to learn too, not to be so emotional about <laughs> everything. you know about everything. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you know, I had to learn how to make sure I was listening very well, mm-hmm. and then I was able to communicate that I heard what he said, I understood what he said, yeah. and then and then talk about you know get you know getting understanding for myself.
1: Because I ask a lot of questions, and I always ask why, and I always try to look. the And for I wasn't core. used to that. Yeah, and so I jumped right in trying to learn Mandy's core because I wanted to study my wife, and it was a little too much. You know, and I
0: mean, it was just again the approach and the way he communicated. Yeah. yeah. If he would have came and you know we could have laid together and held hands and <laughs> and all those different things, and he wanted to look inside my soul, I probably would have just bared it all. Would have fell out. But it was like, <sighs> I want to yeah. know, and you should know this. And and so it yeah. was just like drill sergeant, yeah. and I couldn't. It was just not not too good. Then. And, and the point <laughs> of it is
1: because, and we say this because I communicated to Manny the way I was most comfortable.
0: Right and, and vice versa. And, versa. Mm-hmm.
1: and often that's what you will find in your marriage. I guarantee, if you look at your marriage right, right now, you're communicating to your spouse in a way that you're more comfortable and most comfortable communicating. Mm-hmm. Very rarely are you communicating their style of communication. It's very similar to speaking their love language. Mm-hmm. Very rarely will you come into the relationship speaking their love language unless you,
0: unless it's the same. Unless it's the same.
1: But and even still, even if it's the same, I guarantee you're going to have a different dialect. Definitely. You know. We may both have physical contact as our love language, but I may express it completely different than Mandy. Right. You know? And so it's important, and, and we're talking about these because it's very important to understand that your spouse comes from a different background. And I know this is basic, but I got to say it. It comes from a different background, a different way of seeing, and their perception of how the world works is completely different or probably was completely different than yours coming into the relationship. Exactly. And all that affects their communication style. Right. All that.
0: And we just say always just be prepared. You know, we say be prepared because of course those of you who are newlyweds, right now you're like up, uh, you know, not experiencing that right now, but we want you to keep your eyes and ears open. Not mm-hmm. saying that you're bound for destruction, but we're just saying you're merging you're merging two worlds um, together. Yes, so yes. you're going to bump heads, that's a part of growth. Yes. That's a part of the pruning process. Yes. So just be aware of that and and go ahead and be proactive now. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. you you jumping in? Well, hey, you jumping hey, in? Hey. <laughs> she jumping, but but that's good. And let me, let me take one step back and talk about the uh, merging of two worlds yes. because that's that's what happens when you're married. Exactly, one plus one equals one. one. Yeah, and so two people become one, which is. I don't know what type of math that is. It's that's God that, math. That's that stoichiometry. You, you'll know about that. That's the that's some about of my, Holy Ghost. Some Ometry. of my scholars know about stoichiometry. I hated that crap. But anyway. That's
0: the Holyometry. That
1: holy, holy-ometry <laughs> <laughs> the Holyometry. The Agapeometry. Yes. Uh, anyway, that wasn't as good as yours. I like yours better. But holy-ometry. Anyway, holyometry. But anyway, <laughs> so, so just think about it. You're, you're fusing two communication styles to produce one brand new communication styles. And in the process, there's going to be tons of conflict and tons of tension. Mm -hmm. It's part of it. So if you feel discouraged because you keep bumping heads, Mm -hmm. that's part of the communication merging process. Mm -hmm. Don't feel discouraged because that's part of the growth process, right? Right. If you plant a seed in the ground, it's got to break through the husk before it can even grow. And it's even got to break, not just through that, but it's got to grow through the dirt. So there's going to be a lot of friction when the, when, you know, that little stock starts to grow up. Mm-hmm. And think of your communication like that. There's going to be friction. You're going to come up against stuff that's weighing you down and you're going to have to grow through it. Mm-hmm. But as long as you stay persistent, you'll make it. That's right. Let's talk about three levels of communication because I, Mandy was jumping into that. She's <laughs> thirsty. I got hyped. Got hyped. Turned up. But we're going to talk about three levels of communication because knowing and understanding these three levels will get your your marriage and your communication and your marriage out of a lot of issues. Okay. So let's talk about the first level of communication. It's called proactive communication. And proactive communication is exactly what you probably imagine it to be. It's talking about issues and things before they become issues. Right. It's getting, It's having enough insight and foresight to see that this may be an issue and we're going to deal with it before it becomes an issue. So before someone becomes defensively attached to an issue, we deal with it. Before it's offending or offensive to me, we deal with it. And that way we decrease the odds of us having a lot of negative conflicts in the marriage. And so being proactive about your communication is the number one thing that you want to think about. You want to always be looking to deal with issues before they become issues, Mm -hmm. like in advance. That means that you have to constantly be communicating.
0: And constantly be educating yourself.
1: And constantly looking to help the other person. Yes. Yeah. And so, so just think about that. Proactive communication. The second level is reactive communication. Reactive communication is where you respond to issues after they have already become issues. I bet this is where most people are. They're either this level or the next one. I hope you ain't in the next one, but most people may be there too. But I know you're at least in reactive communication if you're responding to issues after they have become issues. So I walk in the in the bedroom, and we've done this before, and not this exact scenario, but I've had clients that have done this. They walk in the bedroom, and there's a wet towel on the bed. Mm-hmm. And so they go and they they get upset with their spouse because they don't like wet towels on the bed. And then they come to me after, you know, the, the marriage starts to spiral and I say, well, this is what you should do mm-hmm. is if you don't like wet towels on the bed, communicate that to that, your spouse before you ever see a wet towel on the bed. Mm-hmm. Let them know in advance that way you don't have any invisible expectations. Right. Because a lot of a lot of the reason why we react in our communication style is because we have assumptions and expectations that we automatically expect the other person to know. Remember I talked about earlier, you know, just because you get married, that doesn't enhance or improve your communication. Mm-hmm. Most people think that their expectations now become y'all's expectations. That's not true. What do you think about that, baby?
0: I want to ask you one question. Oh, okay. 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 So in that particular situation, what if they already said it and yeah. the person keeps doing it? Yeah.
1: Now, now that's another situation. Okay. Because if, you, if, if, if I express something to you that's problematic... And you still do it? Then I have to question whether or not you completely understood what I was communicating to you. You know, mm-hmm. because you that me seriously. Well, see, and I don't. To me, that's 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 picking fights. I would I would I would go a step deeper and say instead of getting offended and thinking that you didn't listen and take me serious, mm-hmm. I would say maybe this person didn't understand what I meant or why this is important to me. Because mm-hmm. if you don't understand, if you, I have to believe, and this is what we teach people. Mm-hmm. I have to believe that you have my best interest at heart. Mm -hmm. So if I automatically jump to conclusions and and say, well, you ain't taking me serious, then I'm picking a fight. Mm -hmm. But if I say maybe this person did not understand me, Mm -hmm. so let me me communicate to them in a way that they understand, Mm -hmm. then maybe they'll know that there's a reason why I don't let wet towels on the bed. Mm -hmm. And because they understand that and because they have my best interest at heart, Mm -hmm. they'll be more likely to oblige.
0: Right, so an example might be, just really quickly, Mm -hmm. Babe, I don't like wet towels on the bed because it makes the bed smell
1: moldy. Now, pause right there. Do you see what she just did? She went into explaining why instead of just saying, Don't put wet towels on the bed. Most people say, Don't put wet towels on the bed. Mm -hmm. But they don't go on to say what you were about to say. Can you Mm -hmm. finish? I
0: was just going to say, It makes the bed smell moldy. Mm -hmm. And I know that we both like to have a fresh bedroom. Mm -hmm. And so that I can make sure that we keep the room fresh And smelling really clean. Mm -hmm. If you could really help me out by making sure not to put the wet towels on the bed, that would really be awesome. That's
1: proactive communication because you explained why. And now it's up to me to be responsible for the information that you just gave me. Right. And I may mess up once or twice, but at least I have that information. Mm -hmm. And I am able to do what I need to do with it in a responsible manner.
0: Right. but and just knowing that we yeah. need to give each other grace. Yeah. Especially if that's a habit that I had when I was single exactly. that I did every day exactly. for five or six years. Which is another <laughs> thing
1: that we gotta remember. Being proactive is all about also extending that grace card. Exactly. And always assuming the good instead of assuming the bad. I don't know why as humans we always assume mm-hmm. the negative mm-hmm. but you can assume the positive. Mm-hmm. You can do that.
0: I think it's just because of things that we're dealing with too sometimes. Yeah. You yeah. know. But, I mean, it's okay sometimes to pick up the towel and put it up for them. Yeah,
1: that's proactive. Yeah. I'm you see saying, the towel? I'm
0: not saying do it every time, but I'm saying instead of complaining and rolling your hey, eyes Let about me it, Let's let's use
1: sometimes. a real-life situation. Okay. I like to make sure that lights are off in the house. Mm-hmm. Mandy sometimes, <laughs> sometimes forgets to this day. And so there are days where she'll leave her closet light on, and I'll just go and turn it off for her. But then there are days where... I'll ask her, bae, you in, the, you in your closet? No, there you go, <laughs> well, she's not, but bae, you somebody in your closet?
0: That's his way to remind me, <laughs> which is a kind of a comical way instead mm-hmm. of him yelling and snapping. So be creative.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so just remember, though, that, I mean, it's it's part of the growing process. You, right. you are going to have to learn the other person's communication style and learn how to communicate that to them. Let, let's go to level two. We, well, we good, talked though. about that Level was good. Two. I That was I know we really spent good. a lot of time no, there, that's good. but I think that was some good nuggets. Yeah, because we was already on radio- Radioactive, right? Did we say that? Oh, no. not three. I'm sorry. Reactive. reactive. <laughs> I'm tripping. You know why? Because my uh, battery just said it was about to die, and so I just got kind of panicked on my uh, tablet, and, not, and so I just lost that's my okay. track. Okay. I'm back. But reactive communication is all about a person responding to an issue after they have already become an issue. Radioactive communication is what, babe?
0: That's um, where there is um, an issue that you can't touch because the other person will get hurt um, and this type of communication causes the most pain in marriages
1: and this is the this is the type of communication that you don't want to have. those topics that you just can't touch right you know like
0: that means that the the trust has been diminished so much to where you know the person doesn't really trust that you're gonna hear them that you're going to honor what they're saying. So then that's when the walls come up. And you know, you really can't. Nobody is communicating and nothing is getting accomplished or understood.
1: Yeah, then that's that's said, said perfect because radioactive communication is all about taking up a defensive stance. Exactly. And mm-hmm. if you're guarding yourself, you're guarding yourself from being hurt, that mm-hmm. means that you have not become vulnerable enough to extend love. Yes. And radioactive communication means that you guys did not take a proactive stance on any of the serious matters and you just kind of left them floating out there. Exactly. And they probably have gotten tripped up or poked so many times that now you don't want to even bring them out. Right. So we, we're not going to talk about, you know, my weight problems, or we're not going to talk about my smoking habits, mm-hmm. or we're not going to talk about the fact that, yes, I did have an affair. We're not going to even talk about it. Mm-hmm. We we just, it's in the past. We're going to leave it back there. Why you keep trying to bring up past stuff, mm-hmm. right? Those, if you hear that or you say that. That's That means that you're communicating in a radioactive manner. Right. So if you ever have heard or have said, we're not going to talk about it, it's in the past, why you keep trying to bring it up, you're, sit, that's, you're, you're sitting on radioactive ground. Exactly. And you want to make sure that you don't have your tush on something that's going to burn you. going to explode. Because <laughs> it will burn you. So let's talk about how to get proactive communication. I'm going to give you four steps briefly, uh, and then we can wrap this thing up. All right. We're giving some nuggets. It's been a good show. Juicy nuggets. So, so there are four goals or there are four steps to obtaining proactive communication. What are those, babe? Uh, glad you asked. For, uh, did, did I just cuss? Glad you asked. <laughs> no, I you s- used to ask. ask. Okay. It's not like I cussed. Well, I got I, I disciplined myself. Oh, Lord. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But anyway, <laughs> step number one is this. Clear out all of the radioactive issues. That means that if there are issues or conversations or topics that you just have not discussed, don't keep them laying lurking beneath the surface.
0: Give them real quick a couple ways to do that.
1: Just, hey, you know that issue that we was trying to talk about last week that we kept sweeping under the rug, you know, about infidelity or your Mm -hmm. Facebook friends that keep messaging you that Mm -hmm. you keep denying? Mm -hmm. We need to talk about that.
0: If you want pretty much, in a nutshell, if you want to... If you want to resolve these issues, set a time during the week once
1: whoa, a week. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry. Chill, I'm homie. Sorry, I'm going Dang. on. Again. <laughs> Just g- at least read the notes first before you get to yap. yapping.
0: I'm, I'm ready to help somebody. <laughs> yeah. I'm jumping well, ahead, y'all.
1: You I'm are. Inside. But okay, so step number one is clear out all of the radioactive issues because she turned, she's turned up. Okay, step number two is this stop reacting to issues. And don't keep arguing over the same issues. Mm-hmm. So if you notice that you're stuck in a rut and you keep arguing over the same stuff, last week y'all talked about it, this week y'all talked about it, And Having tomorrow, the same
0: reaction over the, the same thing. Then that,
1: then that means that there's a, there's something or some place that you're still reacting to. Instead of being proactive and actually dealing with it, you're just sweeping it under the rug and waiting for it to resurface.
0: And if you want something to change, you have to change your reaction.
1: You have to change because your reaction is the only thing you're responsible for. Right. E plus R equals O. Remember that. E plus R equals O. I use this with my coaching clients always, all the time. Event plus response equals outcome. Mm-hmm. E is the event. Mm-hmm. R is the response. O is the outcome. So your response, though, is the only thing that you can affect and change. That's right. And so you are responsible for how you react. Okay? Remember that. Mm-hmm. You can't blame it on somebody else and say they got me mad. Mm -hmm. or he got me, or she got me Mm -hmm. mad, or she made me mad, or Mm -hmm. she made me feel a certain way.
0: You have to take a stance of responsibility instead of blame.
1: Because no one can control your emotions. Absolutely. Even God can't control your emotions. Mm -hmm. You have free will. So if you react a certain way, that's because you chose to react a certain way. Okay? I just want to empower you with that. Okay? Step number three is this. And this is an important step. Have a vision and planning retreat once a year to establish clear dialogue and agreement. Okay? Now, I understand that this may be a little far-fetched. So, for some of you guys who are willing, we're actually gonna when we do our retreat next year, uh, in 2015, we're gonna we're gonna use this. We're gonna actually do one of these things there, to demonstrate it, and everybody's gonna participate in it. But a vision and planning retreat is so 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 valuable mm-hmm. to your marriage, even if it means you guys are gonna elope for a weekend, just the two of you guys, to really seriously talk about your marriage develop a, a vision, develop a mission and vision plan for your marriage, that's something that you absolutely have to have. And remember, we said that communication, when two people come into a marriage, you're fusing communication. Mm-hmm. So that means that there are two styles of communication that have to become one. Right. And that's why you have to have a vision statement and a mission statement because that's the foundation. That's like your, uh, what's your, your constitution. You know, that's where your bylaws for your wedding, for your marriage, what is illegal, what is legal, what goes, what doesn't go, that's Mm -hmm. all in your mission statement. Mm -hmm. And you are bound by that. So um, develop a vision and mission statement for your marriage. Plan a retreat once a year. Step number four is this. And this is probably the most important step.
0: That's why I was so hyped to say it. That's
1: why she was hyped. (laughs) Have a regular time of communicating face-to-face without any distractions On a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. This is where you get to have open and honest communication. Mm -hmm. So face to face. No distractions. Mm -hmm. No kids. Mm -hmm. No cell phones. No text messages. No Instagram.
0: I'm just going to put it out here like this. I know all of y'all shut everything down to watch Scandal. A lot of y'all. Uh oh. Okay. Y'all put on Facebook, tweet, everything. Don't call me during Scandal. (laughs) Because I'm not going to answer. We need to put the same type of effort into Taking out time with our spouses to work on our marriages. Yeah. So yeah. I just want to put that out there. No, that's the In football and basketball, that's I don't real. care what you got to do. You yeah. gonna put stuff aside to watch those things and focus on it. We need to do the same thing with our spouses.
1: No, how about this? You put your focus aside to wake up and go to work you every day. Sure do. You know, and I believe personally that your marriage is the most important relationship that you ever have. Aside Far from more relationship with God. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Obviously far more important than your relationship with your job and your boss even though they paying your bills mm-hmm. you know and so you got to remember you have to put in time and put in effort to make sure that your communication is strong if not you can't expect it to be strong mm-hmm. you can't expect just because y'all got married for y'all to have awesome communication exactly you have to practice at it exactly what you think baby
0: and you have to also have to understand that people grow and change. That was something that Ooh. I can't if David don't mind me calling him out. I, no, no, no. He, Call I remember, me I I remember in the beginning, you know, when we when we were going through, David would kinda get at me like, How you gonna change? You said you was gonna do thus and so in the beginning, you can't change, but he grew and realized that we all are going to change. You know, the things that, you know, I was doing before in certain capacities, maybe in the house or things that I want to do for myself, they mm-hmm. change as I get older. And yeah. he respects that now yeah. and we work together yeah. versus, oh, well, when we got married, you said you're going to do this and so. Well, things
1: change. And you know why I said that? This is now hear me. The reason I said that is because our communication was not merged and mm-hmm. I was trying to get her to conform to my style mm-hmm. and I was wrong mm-hmm. and I apologize. From you, the heart. Man. Brother, apologize. From the heart. What's that man? alpha? Who Party that? <laughs> but anyway, so so just know that the goal is not to get anybody to conform to anybody else's communication style. Mm-hmm. You guys have to develop your own brand new communication style for your household. And
0: keep it open and honest. Keep
1: it open and honest. Yeah. And, that, and that and that's, I mean, I don't know how to say, say more than that. You got to keep your communication I'm open and honest. I'm just
0: going to say this. This is not too hot for the top four agenda. I mean, um, something I'm in here. Okay. You need... Accountability and support system. Yes, during this time, yes. so you don't have to wait until something is wrong or radioactive in order to have uh, strong couples around you who mm-hmm. are optimistic, positive, mm-hmm. and objective. So do that at the beginning of your relationship or wherever you are, get with some people. Of course, we have our membership community. If you need to get come with join us, us, yeah, join us. We'll be here with you and we'll get through. We'll break the back of divorce. Together. Yeah,
1: we were we were just on a, um, a call today with with one of our uh, deluxe members. Yes. And we and we were talking about communication, yes, you we know, and we put some things in place for them. And and that's what it's all about. It's all about, you know, helping. And that's what right. men our marriage is all about. Mm-hmm.
0: And sometimes, sometimes, I'm sorry, David, and sometimes you need people who are not right next to you. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of you don't know us personally, and even if you do, we're far away. And sometimes you need somebody that's a little detached from your everyday reality to be more objective. Yeah, yeah. So...
1: But anyway, I, I, you know what I Keep think that that's a yeah, I think that's a good place to kind of land this plane. Yep. Just know that the the more and the better you communicate, the more stronger your foundation will be for your marriage. Yep, you have to have a healthy foundation. You got to have a healthy foundation, but don't expect it to be healthy by default.
0: Exactly. It's not going to be
1: healthy by default. You have to make it healthy. Exactly. You know, it's just like your body. You don't expect your body to be healthy on its own. You have to do things to make your body healthy, like eating mm-hmm. right, drinking right, exercising, rest. Mm-hmm low stress. Mm-hmm. So you got to do the same thing with your marriage. That's so right. uh, it's, and it's a process and it's a commitment that you have to have, but we're here to help. Um, yes, we are. but on that note, guys, we will end the plane or land the plane here um, and just say thank you for your attention. I mean, we we, we made it out in thirty minutes, you wow. know. We're, yeah, because we was going to do forty five, but we made it out in thirty minutes. And I think you guys have enough to chew on. Yes, you may have to go back and rewind this and take some notes, especially about the three uh, communication levels or levels to communication, and then the four steps to proactive communication. You four wanna, plus one. Yeah, you want to you want to take some notes on that one. Yes. Um, but we would like to hear from you. So please. submit your reviews in iTunes, submit your ratings in iTunes. This weekend, so this is going out Friday. I expect by Sunday to be at least the top one or two podcasts in iTunes. We made it to the top four last weekend. We for. So we're So we need at least, just give me 10 of y'all that's going to submit a review. 10 of y'all, please, because if we can do that, we will be in that top space by Sunday. I can almost guarantee it. That would be very awesome. So, um, but anyway, guys, if you have any questions, email us, leave a message, leave a voicemail. Hey, and we still need more questions. So mm-hmm. keep your questions coming. We yes. appreciate y'all the submitting them. We love y'all. Uh, we love y'all, and uh, we're out. All Deuces. Right. Deuces.